the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure. Because every voice matters. Welcome, everybody. This is, I think, this is AV Nation TV Connected. Let me ask the guy here on AV Nation. Is it AV Nation TV Connected? Chris? Not your guy? <laughs> uh, yes, it is. There, okay, thank, thank you, Dave. Dave. I appreciate it. Okay, so now I'm going to, because I'm, I'm in this wonderful studio that Stan provided for us, manually zoom the camera in and tilt down. Well, too Whoa. much. Too much. Too much. Come on, headroom. Danto, you've done this. Look uh, at my shoes. Didn't you used to build broadcast studios? Yes. Okay. With better equipment than this. Whoa! Okay, there we go. Shot on shot. So, as you can tell, we're going to have a bit of a lighthearted show this time. So I want everybody here. You, you, you probably know everybody already at the table, but let's have everybody introduce themselves. Let's start with Mr. Neto. Thank you ever so kindly. Jokes aside, for, you, for providing the, the studio. Go ahead, Chris. Tell everybody who How you, you doing? are. My name is Chris Neto. I'm the market development manager here at Starin uh, at booth number uh, 2926 here at Infocom. Uh, thank you for uh, for hosting the show because I don't host anything anymore. I, I leave that to uh, the, the, the 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 actual podcasters and 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 web guys that these gentlemen are here. Okay. C- celebrities. I'm talking to you. Oh, and sorry. He's, he's, yeah, you can put email. the phone down. Sorry. Too, I, can, I, yeah. I, I'm doing my job. Yeah, you're tweeting. Okay. I did tweet, but then I'm not responding. <laughs> tell everybody um, what you do nowadays. I don't. Know. Tell me what the hell you do. I'm sorry. Never mind. Tell, tell so, me what you do. Uh, well, first of all, this is not going to go out until like a week or two. So right. the booth, booth doesn't make a darn bit of a difference. I was you know going to say that, but I was too polite. Um, so my name is Tim Albright. Uh, my day job is I am chief marketing officer of CTI out of St. Louis. We are an integrator. Uh, and a customer of both you and Mr. Danto. And I, Dave, I don't, you, you're an influencer, so not a customer of yours. So, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Dave, you get to go last, but obviously not least. You, you say this is going out in a couple weeks, so yeah. I'll just say happy uh, 4th of July, everybody. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm Dave Michaels. I'm from Talking Points. Uh, probably the most influential uh, uh, coverage of the uh, AV industry. Pro- Probably. 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 Yeah. I, yeah. I'll, agree, I'll agree with that. And I very like good that. coverage as well. All yes. right. So so I have a few topics I want to talk about, and then I'll let you guys steer this anywhere you'd like to. But the first topic is we've been talking for about a year and a half about how trade shows are back. And we've been going to different trade shows. And we've been doing things. We're saying, hey, look, everybody's back. We're hugging. We're everything else right now. This isn't back. This is freaking insane. This is can't walk in the aisles back. This is not able to park back. This is... This is a different level of back, and I don't think it's the show. I think it's the time. I think mm. we're just all past that. But do you guys get the same feeling from the show as well, that the crowds are... The, the crowd, the, the, so the, we're, t- we're taping this on Thursday, right? So the second day of the show, and, and typically, you know, we all, we all know that we anticipate Friday to be lighter than, than the first two days. I would say the first day, every main aisle was packed, as Danto said. You couldn't walk through. Um, from one end to the other, we're in Orlando, so uh, those of you who've never been to uh, Infocom before, in Orlando it's one big building, as opposed to Vegas, which is two separate halls. Everything from the left to the right, it was packed, right? This morning on Thursday, it was also as packed, right? So I would, I would agree with David that, that that consistency and that maintaining that level of attendance is, you know, is, is impressive. Uh, as an exhibitor, CTI has a booth. Um, they told us about a month ago that they were trending towards hitting a special number, which 
was a, equal to uh, what they what their height, which about was about 40, 43,000. Uh, a number like 2019 was was their high high mark. So it, it feels like they very well may have hit that. Yeah, I agree, gentlemen. I I just say that uh, uh, I have five in-person events conferences this month alone. Uh, and I'm not even going to all of them. And so June is not normally like that. October is like that, but June is not like that. So this is like a backlog of, uh, you know, let's get everybody together in the same room. I woke up yesterday in a Vegas hotel. Uh, I spent all day on an airplane getting here, so I missed the first day. Uh, I'm at a hotel in the area that is completely full. Uh, I got on the bus this morning. They're running full-size buses. Uh, we stopped at multiple hotels to get here. And that was just that was bus number six, by the way. That wasn't. Uh, they pulled up to the uh, the bus uh, loading zone. I, was, I don't even. Know, I don't know what the numbers went to. You know, uh, bus 27 or something like that. Uh, so this, and, and yes, of course, the place is absolutely packed. Uh, so yes, in-person in events are back uh, and in and blooming. So, Chris, the, the, there are multiple draws for this event. Mm -hmm. There's obviously an organization like yours that has, you know, a lot of uh, logos and labels. But, but if you break it down a little bit, there's unified communication off the charts in terms of popularity and interest. There's digital signage, which is making great strides that never has before. There's the traditional AV manufacturers. There are a lot of the traditional AV guys actually trying to morph themselves and get into this next generation of UC. Uh, am I missing any of the big categories? Um, yeah, uncertainty. <laughs> That's the one you're missing. Okay. I, and honestly, I'll, 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 go, I'll start off by saying it's, I, I think that the, in the three years that we took a kind of a pause, right? The Thanos snap, if you will, right? You, <laughs> where everybody kind of disappeared and showed right back up three years later, and we just ended up back here, right? Where we right. started in 20, last time in 2019 or whatever it was that we were here. Now we're back, and people are now, the uncertainty of where the next thing is, right? You're starting to hear conversations like, I went to NAB, and NAB is not a place that I traditionally would have been at, but there is now a push on the UC side to have the, the, the more studio quality look because we got past good enough of cameras, past good enough of backdrops. Lighting is now a, a conversation point in uh, home uh, applications, better lighting in the spaces that they have. You have audio coming into the conversation uh, today where, yes, it was open uh, space back in the day. Now you're starting to see more personalized, more, they're, they're not putting walls around it, but now they, we, can, we can control the audio. And the well, audio we can put and walls around it electronically now, around where the camera goes, around where the microphones Correct. pick up. Yeah. So everybody's now you know, positioning and posturing into those different spaces. Manufacturers are looking for, for, for it, and I, I won't call it a gimmick, but you're looking for the science of how do we keep audio here? How do we keep cameras tracking? How do we take two cameras and replace the guy who would be panning back and forth? Right? How do you add privacy to a space that is not private? Dude, that's easy. Just buy poly. See, I didn't want to make it into a conversation like that, but now that you win there, you know, I won't. I won't do a, a, a product placement. I'll just say generically AI. Correct. But now you're going into, man, that's a whole other show. No, it's it, not. It, because okay, that's what right. this entire well, show is about. Well, I'll, this I'll, entire show for is full yeah. of AI. I, I can do better than AI. Uh, I, I think we have to take into account the Microsoft Teams phenomena. Uh, you know, we've seen during the pandemic, Microsoft Teams break out uh, with adoption. Uh, now people are trying to figure out, you know, one thing to get people working at home, but now they're trying to figure out how to get people back in the offices with these hybrid offices and the, and the new meeting rooms and everything they need for Teams. Uh, meetings have become much more mainstream than they were before. Uh, people expect them now, uh, they want them now, they, they have, they're necessary for hybrid work. 
And so with the breakout of Microsoft Teams, uh, there's, this is a big event for Microsoft Teams. There's a lot of partners here that are putting out that Microsoft logo. Dave, you remember right before the pandemic, I was with Danto, with, with, with Neto and you in New York for your UC week. Right, and last that, event. And that was the last, one of the last events of that Absolutely. in 2020. And that was like the launch for Teams. You guys remember that? Like the, the, we were in, I don't remember, we were at Microsoft. We are at yeah, Microsoft, we were Microsoft in that one, yes. And they were, the presentation there, and here's this thing, and it's Teams, and it's, it's going to do this and this and this. And holy crap, three years later, and, and Dave's right, yeah. it, it, it's, you know, it's a phenomenon. Are you suggesting that Microsoft came up with the pandemic? I no. have no comment for that. No. Oh, oh okay. Just, just checking. Oh, that was weird. And, and, right. and, and, and they did like... it at Denver Airport. Oh, so, so in, in, we, the, in the bowels. We, in the we, we are in a place where partying and after hours and drinks are in, so I'm going to give you a drink term. You take the Microsoft, you take a little bit of Zoom, and then you add a big dose of culture. Shake it up, pour it out. And what you're getting now is socially acceptable video from a, from a, from a culture of you have to be in the office. So now that it's socially acceptable to be in places and allow the video, like it's okay. It's okay that you are in Topeka and I'm in New York City. Have that video. If you can get that quality from your mobile and using one of the, the preferred vendors, then go ahead, do it. Um, where three years ago, it was a hard conversation, a hard sell. You're an audio call because it wouldn't happen. Right. So cultures in the business are changing. I think mindsets are changing. Ultimately, what we're going to see coming in the next five, ten years as the leases come to an end is the true, you know... Um, how many offices will we really have? How many offices yeah. and everything that's coming, but we got to yeah. get to that lease ending part. Yeah, okay. that's and a, uh, so, so Teams is part of it, and obviously uh, Teams has competitors, and yes. they've, they've, they've improved their games as well. Yep. You mentioned Zoom, Google, yep. Cisco, whatever. But the, but the other thing that uh, is really important is the cultural mindset. And it wasn't long ago, uh, if you're working at home, there was a stigma. And if your dog barked, it was embarrassing. You know, there was, there was a, uh, oh, I can't believe my dog barked. I'm so sorry. The girl you know, who ran on the uh, BBC interview uh, and everybody was saying, oh, my God, yeah. there's one of the children's yeah. on it, TV. It, and now it, we all accept it as well, wonderful. It, it's worse than that. You know, so we, we, we went, we, the next step was acceptance. And so the dog barked and I said, oh, you have a dog, kind of dog. You know, now it's part of the conversation. But now we've even gone to the next step after that. The dog is barking, but you can't hear it because we have such great noise cancellation. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. All right, I'm going to ask each of you in a moment about uh, your top one or two themes that you're picking up from the show if you figured it out by Thursday at this point. But before we get there, we need to talk about the elephant in the room just for a second. Oh, yeah, I lost weight. We've already talked about yeah. yeah. Come on, dude. And <laughs> okay. Um, very, we are, we are here. What's wrong with you, man? We are here <laughs> solemnly, honestly. We are here. A lot of people didn't make it through the pandemic. A yeah. lot of very good friends in the industry. Some of them were celebrating at the show and talking yeah. about mm -hmm. it, and, and that's true. But there are also a lot of companies, not a lot, but there are companies that did not in this industry that are not here. You know, there's no no longer a, a video bar from the company that does a lot of audio because they got rid of that team and they sold the whole audio piece off. And, you know, there's another one, another large audio company that was making video bars and they're not here. And the consolidation, you know, Poly is now part of HP. And, yep. you know, uh, uh, one of the one of the main big companies in the industry just had their CEO uh, depart the company yesterday. And, you know, we are, as much as this is great and it's big and it's exciting and it's a big industry, we are definitely going through a transition that's going to be shrinking the industry, and, and we have to acknowledge that. It's one of those careful what you wish for, because for 
you know, I'll pick on Chris here, but for 20 years you've been talking about how video is going to be great, and it finally arrives, and it finally becomes mainstream, and once that happens, a lot of companies don't make the transition. And, yeah. and it's, it's, you know, the same thing happened with, it, it, with almost every technology. Uh, uh, to prove my point, think about email. Uh, if you go back to like 2000 or 19, late, late 90s, there was probably 30 email companies that you can choose from who are an enterprise. Yeah. And then as soon as email became mainstream, it boils down to a couple big ones and a handful of small ones. But, but uh, that's what happens. You don't things, still use Eudora? Uh, you know, um, CC, or was it Notes or CC Mail, I guess it was. Uh, they, they just, they can't keep up, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it's not over. And I'm oh, expecting no. you guys are paying attention because the transition is going to continue. Yeah, it's, it's going to continue both from the integrator side and in the manufacturing side, right? Um, sitting where I sit at CTI, obviously, and, and this is the secret, CTI is, has made several mergers and acquisitions uh, over the last 20 years of its lifespan. That's how it's grown. Uh, last year alone, we we had three acquisitions, and then we opened up three more branches, and that was due to the pandemic. You know, and also you know some mismanagement on on the original owners' part. But that's going to happen, and um, some of those folks got void uh, by the pandemic uh, resources that the government gave us, right? And so now those resources have dried up and we're going to see more integrators either close their doors or become you know, acquired by other places like SPL, like you know, Diversified, like possibly CTI. I'm not breaking anything. I, know, I don't know anything coming down the pipeline, but, but that's going to happen. And on the manufacturing side, you've got a couple different things. You've got private equity increasingly coming into the, in the marketplace as well as those companies that have tried things through the pandemic and they just didn't pan out, whether it was because of a supply chain or the design was poor or something, and suddenly they've expended $100 million and they can't recoup it. So they either are going to get acquired for the IP or they're going to close. Yep, and a lot of companies are bleeding cash right now. Yep. A lot of companies still haven't fulfilled orders from two years ago. And I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right, so so we just have to acknowledge that, you know, while this is a very crowded place, it's not all roses for the industry, we're no. still going through a transition. So, Dave, what do you think are the, the, the top one or the top two themes that you're picking out of the show here as you walk by? Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'll take a pass on that. I just got here this morning. I've, I've been in meetings the whole time, so I, I'll, I'll go ahead and take a pass on that. So, what do you expect to be the biggest thing? Well, I, you know, I'm looking for my coverage area, which is enterprise communications. So I'm seeing a lot of how people, companies are doing meetings, and, that, and, and so we've talked about teams already. But uh, you know, uh, all the usual suspects are here. Uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, new solutions for room room booking uh, uh, because of the hybrid office type of type of thing. I'm not a big fan of the hybrid office. I think the hybrid office is a uh, uh, baby step to more remote remote offices, but uh, uh, but a necessary baby step. Still so, shaking out. Yeah. Chris? I don't know. Um, right now, it's uh, uh, there's a lot of posturing uh, going on, and I've said it on other things about my AI is better than yours. Well, mine's better than yours. Yes, yeah. exactly, and that's and, and that's all we got right now is Mine's, my still, mine's better than yours. And you get this back and forth. Show me. Um, you know, let's see where this is going. AI is a hot topic, obviously, in multiple forms, not from a chat GG, just a chat GT. Uh, GPT. I couldn't, I can't even speak, and it's day two already. Uh, not from Could just that point. Um, another thing from the unified communication side or the business and camera side, 
you know, multiple cameras in the space is hot. Oh, and you got such, yep. and right now there's such a valley, right? You got people that are trying to push out a, 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 a you know, something for the small to medium room, and then you got some that have the high-end boardroom. That middle space is where this small is going to get into, and everybody right now is trying to come out with a product that can do it, do it, you know, with better UI, better UX. I guess the underlying conversation is a couple things outside of AI. It's it's alphabet soup here, or um, you hear a lot of conversations around UI and UX, and a lot of conversations around uh, CX, right? Everybody during the pandemic pushed out product. It was good. It may have been good enough. Level up. The customers that bought the good enough now want to level up. How how easy is the next level? Comes back to the UI and, and and the user experience, right? And then from the customer experience, everybody's been delivering. The ones that have the uh, excuse me, the ones that have delivered have been trying to retain customers. Was it just a product grab? Was it a money grab? You know, for some people, but to 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 buy back into the into the system. Like I love camera A. I want to continue using camera A because it's been a great experience. What's the next one? And if that doesn't work, it's heavy on the manufacturing of that company that we just we developed what we thought we want. I think product focus, going back to the users, getting that user information is gonna be key for the future for manufacturers. For us as as the distributor, I want to look at a product that's gonna check off a bunch of boxes, not just one or two anymore. I need a bunch of them and on top of that I have to have three flavors of that. And it's not the old catalog system anymore. That's to me is also changing. It used to be small, medium, large. Those lines have blurred because one can fade into the other, fade into the other. You're seeing that small room having two cameras, three cameras, and now being considered a boardroom because of its simplicity. Will that last? Will that continue? Well, you've, also got, a, you've also got a situation where the manufacturers, in, typically in an innovation cycle, are building products that end users want or that end you, they think end users will yeah. want, and, and they're serving the end user community. And in our industry, that's not really happening all that much because many of the manufacturers are building products to align with the platforms they need to yeah. work on. Well, and, and if that, there's a choice that, between the platform new. regulation yeah. and what the user wants, the platform's winning, otherwise they won't get the certification. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's new, the, the fact that the platforms are actually thinking about interoperability Pre-pandemic, that wasn't the case. You know, you look at you look at something like Cisco. They were 100% Cisco, Cisco, Cisco. 100%. And then during the pandemic, oh, we'll support Zoom. Oh, we'll support Microsoft. Yep. Oh, we'll support Google. Oh, we'll support Amazon China. It's like, whoa, what happened? You know, all of a sudden. And so, so you take someone. What you just said with the um, uh, the multi-camera stuff. This is brand new, cutting edge. They're developing it for each individual platform. Does it go on the Does it go in the room? Does it go on the platform in the cloud? Uh, where, where is it going to go? Will it be interoperable? This is all cutting edge stuff, and so it's going to uh, take some time to shake that out. Mm -hmm. uh, and also where the cameras go, on the table, on the wall, yep. uh, all kinds of issues yep. uh, there. But, but for the attendees that are here, Infocom targets integrators, that's an opportunity. Where that camera is going to be placed, that's not taking any, it's no different than what we did 20 years ago. We were always, and I will probably get three different answers from all three of you if I ask you where that camera on that front needs to be. It, to the bottom, well, if you would have done it right 20 years ago, we wouldn't it, have this conversation. Exactly. The answer exactly. has never changed. The answer is that the camera needs to be at the eye level of the participant, period. Correct, where the exact monitor, center of the monitor is. You know, so I don't know about that, that Dave. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that because uh, one of the things we're seeing play out in this multi-camera debate is does it go on the, on the table or does it go on the wall? And 
uh, when it goes on the table, it has to be high enough to get over the, over the laptops. When it goes on the wall, it has to be high enough to get over the heads. Uh, personally, I like the wall because um, it's invisible. It's not, you know, I'm not doing this. So, right? If I want to roll something on a piece of paper, uh, it, it's not. No a, thunderstorms on the microphone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But I think this is a, an area that, uh, that, that assumption, I, I was, you know, I, I actually went to telecom school. And I, I had a teacher that said, uh, a wired connection will always be cheaper and faster. It proved out I, he's wrong. He, it, that was turned out to be wrong. And so I think a lot of these assumptions, my point is, uh, the assumptions that have been true for a long time might be changing. Tim, you got to let somebody else get a word in edgewise. I know. I'm, I'm, oh. uh, so my, my two is, is number one, it, it's not new, and I'll, I, I can get plaque for this, but it is AI, right, all over this place. And I will, I will point everybody, and one of them is Polly, but uh, Polly's not the only company. They've been using AI for years. Right, the ability to take a 4K camera and cut it into fourths and auto track people has been happening for years. Mm -hmm. We just realized through ChatGPT, holy cow, we can do other things with AI, but AI is all over this floor, mm -hmm. and it's in the forefront now. Right, it people the, the the common everyday person understands that. Did you see at Enterprise Connect that one of our competitors uh, introduced into the market the first ever block so that something outside of a set range won't have audio, even though we've been, been selling it for, for fifteen years? years? Yes. Uh, so understand, so they've been doing it for years, right? So it is coming to the forefront. You know, is what I'll say about AI. It is all over, up in one side and down the other. Just just earlier this week or, or late last week, QSC made an acquisition because of AI, right? Um, so it, it is coming to the forefront. The other thing I would say is the is the increasing um, output of 4K and beyond is how I'll say that, right? Because I'm not gonna. I, I used to say, oh, what's what's after 4K? Well, I'm, I'm done saying that. There are displays up and down here, you know, that are just absolutely mind blowing yeah. and gorgeous. And then there, and there are, are some cases. in the private rooms that you have to walk that into you have to, to see that sign a piece amazing. of paper. Yeah. Forget right. the private rooms, just go to Times Square. I mean, uh, it, well, yeah. it, it's amazing what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Um, LG is, is, you know, I've been in, I, I love OLED. I've loved OLED for years. I'm not, I'm no, you know, this is not a secret. Uh, and they're, they're transparent OLED they've had for a number of years. And now they're expanding that. It's bigger than it's ever been. It's, it's you know, it, it's, so they're showing actual use cases yeah. now. And but so I it's hard into, to show things that are transparent. I walked into a, um, um, a manufacturer, Optoma, yeah. here in a small room, a, a video wall about the size of the wall back there, bright as heck, resolution high as heck, and I put my hand on there's no heat coming from it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, very, very small, very yeah. thin. I mean, the technology is just outstanding. Is. Can, I, can I add a piece to that, man? Um, so one of the conversations that I get into a lot, even on, on stuff like AV and AM, is, you know, where, where are we going? What's going on? What have we lost in the industry? What we, it's usually disgruntled, right, uh, regarding AV and the future of AV. Yeah. Transparent screens, thinner, lighter, portable screens, better, brighter, faster uh, processing, that leads to creativity. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to romanticize AV because I, that's what I do. We we are at a precipice of another creative way to go. It's just a matter of our folks stopping to do cookie cutter, and you can build some really cool things. And not everything has to come out of a box all in one. There is there is hope for the folks that are watching this, integrators that are watching this, and, and manufacturers. There is hope 
I am, I am, I, um, I'm so rose-colored glasses, guys. Well, uh, I think we I'll, can do some cool things. I'll take some rose-colored glasses and, and, and add something to that. I, I am 100% in the uh, You will absolutely IT. do any colored glasses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've had blue on today. Uh, yesterday they were multicolored. Um, AV is IT, in, 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 and I can qualify that, but for the most part, the transport is there. However, the AV is the art of IT, mm -hmm. right? What Chris is talking about is 100% accurate, whether that's Times Square and the pseudo 3D you know, imagery that's there, or the, the several in South Korea well, where yeah. the, the images are coming out of the screen. That's the art. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's well, the when ad you, When you say art, art starts with A, and so I want to put emphasis on the audio. I've been doing a lot more video than I used to. I was talking to Dave earlier, doing video in these booths, whatever. Video is freaking easy. I can do video. Oh my getting, boy. <laughs> getting, getting, the, getting the audio right is really, really hard. And I, I have a whole newfound respect for people who understand audio. And yet, AI is making it easier because there are several platforms. Not easy enough. Hang on, several <laughs> platforms where you can put a mic in the middle of the, of the room, Push a button and it will it'll yeah. automatically configure. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the can I ask the uncomfortable question to to, to Dave and, and I'm the, the reason why I'm gonna ask is you your uh, and it only hard, appears that I have control of this. <laughs> you I got, you lost don't. control. It's off the rails. Dave, you are a hardcore telecom UC guy. Yep. Has products become sexier? You Do, know. Uh, it, I, I love and then the define new, sexier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a family it show, guys. It's it a family show. <laughs> the people talking about it certainly yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I, I would say that uh, it's actually kind of refreshing because um, uh, the narrative around AI has become kind of boring. And, and you go to a show, there's nothing to hold, there's nothing to look at. Oh, we have AI on a transparent display. You know, it, it's like, what do I see? What do I touch? Yeah. Uh, and so it's nice that hardware is kind of making a comeback. Uh, and it's slow. Uh, I wrote, actually, uh, Mr. Danto, I wrote the most interesting hardware in Enterprise Connect uh, was the new Bluetooth uh, free UC heads, headset. Voyager Free uh, 60 because there wasn't a UC lot of, Plus. There wasn't a lot of hardware there. But, but, the, but you know, since then, you know, we're seeing, you know, Logi just released the site. Uh, you got the new room booking systems. Uh, we're, we're seeing uh, all these three multi-camera systems are coming out and how they work. There's just a lot of really interesting stuff going on. Um, I will, I'll say also, uh, I'll throw in a, a name, Crestron. Uh, I was at the Crestron event, and they put on a, it wasn't about their product, they put on an event about the future of the office. Yeah. And they had some people come up and talk about it, and it was, it was, Eye-opening. I mean, it was. It was. They were showing some state-of-the-art offices, and it made me question a lot of things. You know, one of the offices had no security system, visible security system, and and you look at it, and you say, well, wait a minute. Every office has to have a security system, and they said, no, it's all done with uh, biometrics and, and facial scanning and stuff like that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I can board a plane without a without a ticket anymore. I can actually come into the U.S. border uh, with uh, with a facial Face, recognition. Yeah. Why am I still badging into an office the way I did 20 years ago? Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of reimagination, and 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 it's that it's it's hardware. It, it, it's and, and to give kudos to that, that was the Modern Work Summit over in uh, Madrid, and uh, we were, we were both there. And a big part of that conversation, the only thing that that bothered me regarding that was. 100 different people up there, a lot of great conversations. Everybody had their stats about the return to office and return to work and all that. But one of the things that kind of stood out, and, and I think uh, we, we may have had a conversation over dinner about that, is you know, it's, it's the generational conversation, right? Yeah. You, you now have a, a multitude of generations in the, in the office space. That younger generation, my kids don't text, they snap. Yep. They are born of this device, right? 
for the folks that are like, you're going to be back in the office, we now have kids entering the space that have been home for three years and know how to use Zoom better than most people do in the office now, yeah, right. or yep. Teams, or whatever platform. They have, they've got their college degree online. So yeah. don't tell me they can't fill out a spreadsheet from home it's because interesting, that's their though, job. A lot of them want to go to the office. They want to meet friends. They want to, you know, and that's how you do the cultural propagation, stuff like that. And when I hear this whole back to work uh, conversation debate and all these old CEOs that really want everybody back in the office, uh, to me, what I'm hearing is that we have to relearn how we work. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so if you're Elon Musk and you've got a pretty good success record with everybody in the office and sleeping at the office and doing all that stuff, yeah, I want everybody back in the office. But a lot of entrepreneurs are going to be coming up now that have learned already how to work without offices and to do culture and to do uh, social uh, in new innovative ways. So I think it's, it's uh, that's why the hybrid office is so important because we have we have to take, to take some time to reinvent and adapt and how we fill in some of these gaps. We nailed remote meetings. That We got that licked. Yep. We don't have nailed culture propagation. Yes. Correct. All right, sorry, two more, two more quick topics for us that I want, want to kind of cover because I, I want you guys to make sure that I'm keeping this fair. We have a lot of vendors at the show and not at the show right now showing products that are either stupid or that they don't actually have. Okay, we've got we've got we've got people. Historically, they've announced that they're going to come out with something, and three, four, five years down the road, it's still not available to purchase. We've got people that are showing things that are essentially telepresence, which we had in 2006, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful experience until you have a something you have to share or a third person joins the call and it doesn't work. We've got companies launched in the last month, brand new products, software for making sure that you can pick hot decks. Hardware for making sure that you can badge onto the desk to pick the hot desk, and both of those are BS because they're built into the platforms. You don't need to buy a display that's got a QR code on it when you got a phone on the desk that's got the QR code on it, and you don't need to buy software to pick a hot desk when it's in Zoom and it's in Teams. So, so there's a lot of, I have the loudest voice, I have the shiniest gear, I have the most deceptive stuff, and you come down to wanting to buy it and it's just not there or it doesn't make any sense. And is that a problem that we need to, to, to really address and face that people should be coming to the show and like only show products that, you, that you're selling within the next six months? Nah, or, or so I, I, I would slightly disagree with you. I would slightly disagree. I think 20 years ago at Infocom, vaporware was 100% a pandemic. And I, mm. I, or I should probably say an epidemic. Epidemic. Right? An epidemic of vaporware, absolutely. I think in the last three to four years with supply chain issues, I think manufacturers are cognizant of that. I'm not saying there's not vaporware on the show floor, right? I'm not saying that at all. I am saying though that it has drastically reduced. And I'll, I'll pick on Sure for a second. Sure announced their, their 902 speaker microphone in one. One of the biggest selling points that they're pointing out is the fact that those are in stock today and they are taking orders and they'll ship next month, right? So they're using it as a marketing tool saying, hey, this brand new spanking thing, we've got it, it's shipping. So I think that, that that dynamic is, is is shifting a bit to where they're using the supply chain as an opportunity, saying, "Hey, kids, the, some our, are, some are. This is shipping. You know, get in line." But yeah. I know some people wanted to um, um, uh, bring the spotlight to them with products that don't exist. Well, they're stupid. Yeah, but the thing, <laughs> the thing is, you know, Tactic. that's true in any industry. And uh, you know, how, how long has Tesla been selling self-driving cars? You know, it, it's. 
it's true to some degree in every industry, and it's up to the buyers and the analysts who look at the track records and look at what's going on here. Uh, and and it's also to some degree, uh, you know, there's a lot of it's an art to when you announce and when you release. And if you're a big company, if you announce too early, you get accused of, of holding back the market. If yep. you're if you're a small company, uh, you might be using it as a form of R&D. Are people responding? Do they want it? Do we have to do we have to adjust it a little bit? Uh, do we have to adjust the pricing? Or do we have to wait for the tech, uh, the ch uh, supply chain? Speaking of waiting for uh, waiting for the tech, supply chain issues. So there's there's lots of issues. I don't think our industry is any different than any other okay. industry. And and, and, I'll, and I'll even add to that. I think that the onus of I have to introduce something here is done. 100%. I think that if you, sir, want to have an event with your company and say, I'm going to release the new water bottle, you'll do it when you want. At your event, or you know what? I'm going to take it to somebody else's. And it doesn't have to be in June every year. That You're not... You're not in that... that and and that this is a horrible year for it, but as everybody who knows who's watched the show, we've got two brand new trade shows coming out this year. Yep. We have the Commercial Integrator Expo combined with Cedia. We have a, a UC, UC Expo USA that yep. we're all kind of working with. So We, we yeah. were at ISE in January. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, a, lot, a lot of opportunity. And then throw in that everybody has the ability to do their own. Apple's Ooh. been and doing this. Right. Yeah. Microsoft well, has done it. You know, it's kind of just... And we're, we're, we're not very innovative. We like doing what other people do. It's proven. It's <laughs> Mac and Jeez, it's comfort food, man. It's it's coffee at the end of the dinner. This is exactly yeah. but, what we do. But I, I want to write on that with one point. Uh, with the uh, the industry's moved to a lot of cloud delivered services, mm -hmm. and one of the benefits of cloud delivered services that we've been promising for a decade now is continuous improvement. And, and so you can't have continuous improvement and release everything once a year. Like, you know, it's a totally in conflict. Last question. Yep. Um, and this is actually really beautiful, I think it is, and I'd like to get your opinion about it as well. One of the differences to the show this year um, is how many young people are involved. From, uh, I don't care what the association says, I don't care what the, what the organization says, I don't care what my companies say, I'm gonna start a grassroots movement. Obviously, you've been kind of a, a semi-leader of that, but we now have many, many, many more people in their 20s and 30s right here than we've ever table. had before. Right here on about this yeah. table. Uh, uh, I'm, in, I'm, uh, in my, I'm in my 30 plus on my bed. Well, but, well, multiples but, of 20. Yeah. Multiples of 20. But we are now starting to see some real uptake and interest in this industry and whatever the heck yeah. we define it. It's, and that, that's, not a, that's not a mirage. That's really happening, isn't it? And, and, and I believe it has to do with, 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 with a cultural change and an influx of, of new thinking, right? Um, Whatever you whatever you want to call it, David, um, I think that people are, are empowered. If, if I am going to create a chat on a Sunday that grows and becomes something, I'm going to do what I believe is going to, it's going to turn into for good, right? So, yes, I talked about quiet quitting before some other publications figured that out. You were, you were so quiet about that. I was, I was very quiet was. about it. And then it quickly turned, and we pivoted from that conversation quickly to quiet firing and quiet layoffs, yeah. right? So I, I, I think that we cannot put our head in the sand anymore. There are bigger outside forces affecting what we do, whether that is people being empowered to say, you know what, I'm not going to stand for this. This is not right. It's not ethically right or whatever the case is, whether it's people saying, you know what, I have a voice and leading a charge with the diversity and equity and inclusion because they've never had that voice. Mm -hmm. It's awakening people and it's empowering people. And I think that that's part of a cultural change that's happening, not just in AV, but overall. 
right? I didn't set out to do anything to, to, to create a, a, an army. It just happened, right? It just happened organically. And the way that that does is that I give people a voice and giving them the platform to do that is the same thing that Tim did 10, 15 years ago when he started AV Nation, when nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was only just a well, bunch of people sitting around talking yeah, on a microphone. People cared, but go. they cared about cash cows. They cared about, have you, have, you, have you paid us for your certificates? Have you paid us for your education? Yeah. Great, wonderful. How but, many companies have awakened to these conversations yeah. since then? And well, now you got you, the analyst can come in and say, this is not right. And you know, people are listening, not just for the... It's a, it, well, Dave, Dave Michelle says, oh, no, that's not right. Dave Michael said something because he's taking pieces not just from what we're seeing here today, but what he's seen to other adjacent industries. One's affecting the other. And before, we've lived in a, in a, in a, in a, in a walled garden. We've said that about ecosystems, so let's, let, let's use that term because it's a familiar term. We've lived in a walled, in our own little world. Nothing, nothing changed. If there's a blip on how uh, our, our furniture changes, we will change, we have to react to it, not three years well, later. That's what's happening. But I, I want to go back also to the way users expect things. And I remember a few years ago hearing that, you know, uh, YouTube was the number two search engine. Absolutely. It's like, Absolutely. what? Does this make any sense? When I, when I first heard that, it was uh, like, I'm not going to rewatch videos. Something's TikTok. changed. TikTok. But, TikTok now yeah, it's... but now it's TikTok. But, 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 but now, I find my personally, uh, uh, I often go to YouTube. This, uh, uh, even, even I've adapted, right? I'm walking around here doing videos and, and doing stuff in the booth. I'm not the only one here. It's a TikTok nation, to your point. You know, uh, if everything's becoming video, uh, this is not a bad place to be, right? Mm -hmm. so, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Tim? Yes. Let's start with you. How can somebody reach out to you if they want more information? Uh, don't follow me on Twitter, uh, but you can catch me on avnation.tv or cti.com. Oh, you can follow avnation on You can on follow avnation on Twitter. Yes, do that. Okay. Uh, or LinkedIn. Chris? Well, I don't ever just start by saying follow me. I have to put a little shout out out, right? One thing that you did not go over in the show, a couple things. There are people here that uh, are back for the first time yes. in a while. So um, Melissa Dillman yep. uh, is back. Welcome back. Great. Follow me on Twitter, Chris underscore Neto at uh, Twitter.com. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, Chris, Chris underscore Neto on Twitter. Uh, my business, the company that I work for and the provider of the space, staring up is. You know what, Chris? You should like build your own studio and then you can do these things all the time. You should. Yeah, I should, but no. Okay. So. He's been working on it for a minute. David, how does somebody reach out to you and take a look uh, at Talking Points? Uh, I, I need to explain a few things. I, I can't spell, so it's a little tricky. Uh, I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn, but it's uh, Dave Michaels, and there's no A in Michaels. And so Correct. That's a, that's a problem for a lot of people, so no A in Michaels. I made that and mistake. Then, and, then my, and then my website is Talking Points, which is commonly misspelled with an S, but my version has a Z on the end, TalkingPoints.com, uh, and there's a lot of content there as well. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. I'm Where can people find you? Yeah. I'm all over the any, internet. Any conference. Any conference. I'm, I'm, I'm there. No, I'm, I'm a professional attendee. LinkedIn and Twitter. And <laughs> just look at the badges, man. I got, I got, I got more ribbons. Um, thank you very much for joining and uh, paying attention to this, uh, this uh, madhouse that we had over here. This is what Infocom was like this year, 2023. We will see you again. We will see you at... Uh, uh, Cedia and CI Expo, we will see you at UCX USA and 
Who knows where we'll see you from next. So thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you on the next one.